Welcome back to another episode of Chronicles of the Omen. Let's continue. All right, cold open, season three. We're kicking off. Everyone is in the markets of Turethel, as I just told everyone before I hit play. We've got a quick start to read here, and then you guys can roll out. Our story picks up in the bustling markets of Turethel, two weeks after the party's departure from Barolo. The party, now joined by a sage warforged ally named Ghost, are spending some downtime at the city's dock marketplace ahead of their meeting with King Aleka. Just as deals are beginning to be made, ash starts to fall from the sky. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to you guys. So whoever wants to take charge of this, feel free. You guys are in a marketplace. You got plenty of spaces to spend some money, make some money, that sort of stuff. Okay. Mm. Well, Wait, uh, so is there ash, ash falling in this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there oh. is. Yeah, good good question. There's ash falling pretty much everywhere around you, as far as you can see. Is there a breeze? There's definitely a breeze. <laughs> there is definitely a breeze. <laughs> yeah. Is there, like, a lot on the floor? Give me a perception check. It's a good question. Uh, oh. Well, what is your base perception? Uh, My 12? Base. Yeah, I'm gonna make 12. you roll for it. Just because. Just a Christ in your character. <laughs> Kristen. Spencer, I am going to scream <laughs> at you at the top of my lungs. 15. A 15? You kind of... Were you in the wagon, or have you been kind of walking around the market? I know you kind of live in the city, so it's not too crazy for you. Yeah, just walking around, really. Yeah, you bet. You kind of notice the ash falling from the sky. It kind of just seems like it's starting to fall. And whenever you get down on the ground, you kind of take a moment to inspect it. And there doesn't appear as there's any ash on the ground yet. So it's just now starting. Could I tell if it's like wood ash, volcanic ash, or something like that? Oh, that would be... Give me a nature check. I like that. Kind of connected to your character's uh, longevity, if you will. <laughs> Let's see. 11. In 11, you can't tell what kind of ash it is. It's just, you know, typical gray ash. The sky is kind of getting a bit cloudy. It's still daytime. It's midday at this point. So you guys have plenty of time to do whatever you want. But the ash is just starting to come in with the breeze from the ocean side. Ooh, from the uh, ocean. From the ocean. There's yes. a chip on fire. Yeah. yeah. There's no ship on fire. I mean, your character might, your character might assume that. That's that's a fair guess. Oh my gosh, there's so many turtles. Uh, yes. Yeah. So again, turtles. I know you guys have free reign to do what you want, but just to kind of give you more to work with. This is the capital city of the Turtle Kingdom. This is Spencer's hometown. And there's mostly turtles that live here. However, there are plenty of other races walking around. It is a more than usual, I would say. It's a multicultural city. So there's even a few Warforged. I don't think I have them on the board at the moment, but there's a, a couple others that just kind of live around. So, oh yeah, there's a lot of turtles on the board. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them. Um, I guess. Tanto, while he's in the heart, is just basically fiddling with the uh, alchemist book. Oh yeah. That he got, uh, trying to um, basically trying to study up um, for things. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I guess as he as they pass by like a fruit cart, 
he immediately tries to scan for like a vegetable cart if there's anybody, if Ooh. there's any nearby. Ooh, a vegetable cart, you're asking. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, 18 perception passive? You definitely find a vegetable cart. And you're not the only one that has found this cart. It appears as though we're gonna go with this market here. It appears as though this place is almost in a frenzy right now with how many tortles are just packed around the entrance <laughs> of this place. It is like, you're, I forget how tall Tanto is. You're like 5'8", was He's it? He's not that tall. He looked 5'5". Five, five, five. He's 5'2", five, is what you've got. Yeah, that. You can make him a little two, taller. Five, five, five. Than yeah, oh yeah. He's a little bit taller than these tortles. So you can, you can pretty well see over and read the sign and says like fresh vegetables, like shipped daily, that sort of thing. And it is definitely a hot spot for the locals, as there are people like trying to make a line, and then there's others that just kind of rush in and just break up the whole order that was in place. So, Sean, how tall is the average turtle? <laughs> Bro, I don't. Uh, let's go with. Uh, it's I like it's like four ten. Spencer, how tall are you? I'm five foot. You're five foot? I fucking love your guy. Your guy's so goofy. Oh, uh, five foot. Yeah, we're gonna go between like four and a half to like the upper end, like five foot five. So like never like six foot. So four and a half to five and a half. Maybe a barbarian uh. would be six foot, but otherwise. All right. Yeah. I don't know oh. how tall Ghost is. I was gonna say He's how tall six is Ghost? Ten. Jesus. Six ten? Christ, yeah, this kid is, I don't know what you're gonna have. Boys. What the fuck are you gonna do with that car? Okay, oh they're, they're, they're we'll supposed to be tall, and they're like he's like three hundred pounds. So oh, holy okay. shit! Okay, okay, time to put down more turtles. So there are <laughs> there are a massive amounts of turtles around. Obviously, just kind of mix up some of these styles. Um, there's a massive amount. They're all dressed in different cloaks. They're all a lot of them are wearing sort of you know, cloaks like you've seen across much of the world. These cloaks are very fine. Some of them have very nice detailing. I forget what it's called. Um, if you've seen Black Panther, picture a lot of those sort of tribal styles is what they're wearing. Mm. So they're very colorful in this crowd. And then just Ghost is just like a fucking tower sticking out of the crowd. <laughs> it's like, Savinus, you just kind of are walking a bit away from the cart a little, still looking at the cows or whatever pull you. And you just see ghosts just kind of like looking at you, just well over the crowd. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're both just like a foot over the yeah, crowd. Definitely. At least we can't lose you. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't hide very well. All right. So Tanto, you were thinking about, I assume, getting some potatoes or something, maybe. Well, some beetroot, some carrots. Hmm. I like it. Uh, let me let me see how the main shipments were this morning. Give me one second. Uh, mediocre. Nah, yeah. I mean, are you? So how are you? What's your goal? Are you trying to cut through the line? Are you gonna push to the front? I mean, like, do what the portals do, I guess. So uh -huh. like, if I see some rowdy people, you know, cutting in line and reaching over, I'll do the same. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, your strength is. 11? Not that great. Not that great. Uh, give me a strength check, because one of these guys, as you're kind of trying to push into the line, is going to very well push back. I'll do my side as well. Oh, Christ. Well, unless you roll horrible. That's oh my gosh. So <laughs> you and this weak-ass turtle are, like, locking eyes and, like, shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder pushing on each other. 
And you're both not making any ground. However, you do shove one other guy out of the way on accident. And the, the turtle that you're kind of shoving arms against is just like, Hey, what are you doing? This is my spot and mine. I was here first. I guess, like, there's some friction going on. It's like turtle shell, like, clashes with, like, the <laughs> earth and skin. <laughs> sure. Uh, what, what's the big idea, buddy? You think you can just cut nine because you're taller than all of us? Yeah. Well, <laughs> did he just admit it? One of the other turtles is gonna say. Are you are, uh, are you really trying I've, to cut a line because you're taller than all of us? I'm just like not even listening to like the, all the side chatter. I'm just trying to. It, <laughs> you're just staring ahead. Yeah. He's just ignoring us. Focus. He's ignoring us, guys. Man, fuck this guy. He's just gonna turn around because you know he's still ahead of you technically. So you know. <laughs> um. But you see one of the turtles up ahead of you kind of get a big bowl, a big metal bowl full of different vegetables, and you definitely see beetroot mixed in there. And he's just walking away very satisfied with that big old metal bowl in his hands. And then obviously the line moves up. Yeah. Now, what about the rest of you? Obviously, Spencer, you grew up here. Mm -hmm. And you've got your Tron. I've just loaded him in, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, Al is going to take uh, Tron over to his estate. Okay, yeah, you bet. Did you have any reaction as the ash begins to fall, sort of, when you get off from the wagon here? Or no? Um, could I tell if it was Volcano or what? Sure, Spencer. I love you. <laughs> of course. Give me a, a nature check. Because I'm proficient in this. <sighs> Finally. A good question as 15. well is... Is this something that happens often? <laughs> yeah. Or no? That is something I could leave on to Spencer and uh, upgrade. Uh, I need to see the world. Up to them. Is it something that happens? <laughs> it's up to you, my friend. You can roleplay it how you want. But yes, yeah, Spencer, oh. you kind of take a moment to examine the ash that is falling overhead. We're going to go with, uh, you just kind of pull out like a, a beaker, like a scientific little glass beaker, and you sort of capture some of the ash. And then just to give you some flavor as you're walking with Tron through these crowds of all the different turtles, you do... Oh my gosh, good lord. <laughs> I was at a bad angle there. I kept clipping this windmill. You do stick the ash into Tron. And you're kind of like, hey, can you tell me what this shit is? And Tron just returns to you that it is not... It doesn't appear to be anything, like, recently burned. It seems like it's just old ash. Uh... There's no telling what it actually came from, but it's not like something is burning and falling like an active volcano. It's like, it's very, very old. It's left over from the Varrock. <laughs> Finally making its <laughs> Finally way. Finally reaching, yeah. Funny. It's on the opposite side of the continent. It is, you're right. And then by that point, you are at your estate. Okay. Your estate, just as a refresher, because you and I discussed it, but I... The others have not. Your estate is a two-story building. It's a bit wider. It's kind of a little bit domed like many of the buildings in this city. And it has a smaller second floor on top. And the ceiling has got a similar green roof tile. It's got some of those darker oak floors and walls with equation boards on each wall. Whenever you finally get inside with Tron, you get through your door and everything. And I will point out, as Spencer requested, the door is a Hobbit door style. So it's a, it's a circular door that he fits through with his shell. 
And yeah, Spitzer, you are okay. inside your estate. If you need any sort of RP room, I'll put you off here on the side of the board. Otherwise, we can just kind of walk through it through your mind. Uh, what no. are you? Uh, Al is just going to have Tron just read his library. <laughs> just immediately get to work? <laughs> yep. Go have fun. I love it. I am going to do an intelligence check for Tron just to kind of get started. I'm going to give him a plus two to intelligence. Like, that's fine. Oh, God almighty, oh. seven. Oh, Spencer, you point out your bookshelves to Tron, and you point out the biggest bookshelf first. And it's not just the biggest bookshelf. The books are massive. And Tron just sort of does like a little... Gulp. And then just <laughs> walks over and starts thumbing through the first of many, many books. And as typical style, there's also a sort of ladder that you can use to reach those upper books on the bookshelf. Yeah, Tron okay. is preoccupied for a while, unless you interrupt him. Yep. Nope, that's all I wanted to do. <laughs> Perfect. I'm gonna have my self a freaking index. <laughs> Great. What are you doing while Tron is, you know, thumbing your library? Um, I'm gonna be using the saxophone of cantrips, trying to play <laughs> different notes to see if I can understand how it works because last time it just did random stuff okay that is an item from technically like pre-season one technically um i love it <laughs> that's from the very beginning okay yeah i paid like five gold for this i want it to work <laughs> i know i know you do give me an arcana check as you're sort of investigating it's uh, magical 26 Jesus. Are you wanting to keep this intact, or are you wanting to take it apart to figure out how it works? If you take it apart, you uh, can put it back together. I'm just curious. Yeah, well, I would eventually take it apart, but for the first part, I'm, like, playing different notes on it. Okay. And then I would take it apart after, after that. Yeah, so you discover with the saxophone that not only do the keys that you press influence what cantrip sort of comes out, it still seems like it's a similar sort of random fashion, but it also is impacted by how you actually, like, play into the instrument. So if you play it very forcefully, the cantrips come out a bit more volatile. But if you play it a bit more relaxed, it's like pretty mellow cantrips come out. <laughs> so it's multiple so, factors, yeah. Yeah. Just writing this all down. And then <laughs> <laughs> after that, I would just set, put it off to the side to join up with everybody else. Yeah, I love it. And Ferris, what are you doing during all oh. of the commotion? <laughs> so they're just seeing everybody just kind of start to scatter. There's just that moment of like, really? Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, just bring a bunch of friends to a, a city and. No real idea where anything is. Uh, he'll start to like. You saw the way the aloe was going through, but from just this little patch, I'd imagine this street yeah. is packed. Oh yeah. So he's just like slowly meandering. Yeah. Um, uh, I actually like that. With your passive perception of fifteen, you are able to see that there are some banners hanging around from what are what are very large sort of weeping willow trees, if you know what those are, those very large trees. They look like this in real life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> These big ones here. My grandma had one on her property, so I, I just know what it is, yeah. Um but you see these nice blue banners that have of course got a tortle shell sort of sigil on them. 
and it kind of calls out the Festival of the Tortoise. Which kind of puts together why there's a shit ton of turtles all <laughs> over the place. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Nice festival. But yeah, as we're, as he's just like slowly getting the cart through the crowd, he, ha he has the patience of a saint, but even then it's a little tiring. Just <laughs> waves of green. Oh, so you're, you're sticking with the cart trying to get it through the crowd? It's like, we need to put it somewhere. We can just leave it in the middle of the street. <laughs> yeah. Uh... But yeah, he's just like, he's, he's very patient and he, he waits. But... Hey, I'm walking here. One of the turtles says as you're trying to kind of slowly push through the crowd. And it's obviously a very slow-moving crowd. People are taking their time. <laughs> Everyone's got, like, little bags of... I don't know what kind of even seafood they would eat. Well, I'm going to go with, like, little uh, oysters. So, like, little, like, snack-sized oysters. Children oysters. And they are just eating, like, the little bags like popcorn. Walking around this place. Can I go in front of the cart and just kind of help push people around? <laughs> sure. What's your strength? I forget. 15. 15? Yeah, I'm not going to make you roll. That's enough. Yeah, you just kind of like passively begin moving turtles out of the way. Like, oh, excuse me. And one of them just goes around you the other way. Very old turtle <laughs> shuffles by. Yeah, and then the, the cart gains a bit of speed and then obviously slows back down within like five feet or so, as it typically does. And Ghost uh, just continues his way of just kind of moving the crowd out of the way. Beep, 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 <laughs> yeah. beep. Yep. Uh, Sean. Yes, Spencer. Uh, could I? Um, You're making me nervous. I would, ass I would assume <laughs> that there's um, some guards at my estate, right? Now the question is, would the guards still be there? Because you've been gone for months. And technically you've been living in the capital for a while as well. So yes, I, I honestly don't. I, Go ahead. You can argue. I thought we were using the the warforges. We're using Alice's estate. Oh yeah. Because yeah. there were three people there. Sure. No, I can get including the including Austin. Sure. Whoa! Just oops. Those are <laughs> not what I needed. <laughs> All right. Yes. And they were sort of hanging out out the front whenever you first got back. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna kind of poke my head out and hand them the a royal banner and say uh you're gonna see a guy that's kind of white with a cloak on it put this on the cart please <laughs> i will do that for you and the little warforged just grabs it and takes it from you sort of a druid-esque warforged where it's chipped the wood on its body into sort of an owl like you see on the tile there so its face resembles an owl and yeah. it just takes away takes that royal banner and just kind of shuffles its way across your courtyard and just Stands and waits. <laughs> yep. Yeah. For the last ten feet where nobody is. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh, okay. Yep, I think about it. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I think we can jump back to Tanto. This is very much downtime, so R and R, any items you wanna go over, any RP you wanna row, just throw it now. I've got a very nice just, Yeah. It, I'm just fighting against the crowd to get my Hard-earned vegetables. Oh, no, <laughs> the they, dirtier, the better. Oh, you're you're gonna get dirty. And with a 15 on my side, I'm just gonna have you finally advance to the front. However, the turtle that you've kind of been 
butting shoulders with the entire time also gets to the front counter at the exact same time. Mm. And so he just kind of turns to you and he's just like, Are you going to try and cut or are you going to let me go first? You're cutting, huh? I I am not cutting. I Actually, I was here first. Just kind of stomps the tiny little foot into the ground. No. I was here first. Uh, okay, give me a charisma check as you're kind of facing oh, off God. against this guy. <laughs> I got a nine. He's a little charismatic. I know you're not as charismatic. <laughs> nope. It's taking for oh, a seven. seven. <laughs> oh, this little guy is a little bit intimidating to you. You you kind of sheepishly, are you going to back off? Or how do you want to react to that? Because he's... He's a bit tougher than you're expecting. Like, usually at this point, Panto would have. But it's like, he's he's been through some shit. He's gone through so much shit. Like, just let me have this, man, is basically what he's thinking. So, no, he does not back off. Oh, I like that. I'm going to do an intimidate or a uh, saving throw. Okay, the turtle is going to back off as you sort of... Do not break eye contact with them. You like, we'll say one of your eyes sort of twitches as you're as this guy is nagging at you, and you're like, "I'm gonna freak the fuck out." <laughs> and this little turtle can just kind of tell that you are, you just need a break. And so he's like, oh, "Oh, oh, okay, okay. You know what? We all have bad days, guy. You, you go ahead. Get, get, get your food first. Just steps back, and immediately somebody cuts in front of him. Just <laughs> fucking, the moment he takes a step away, somebody gets cuts in front of him. Son of a bitch! I just get that. I give him that Joker look. <laughs> yeah. And then you finally get to the front, and the the shopkeeper, of course, is going to be another turtle. This guy is going to go. We're going to say he's actually a. A blue turtle, so no no patches of green or anything. He's just a dark blue turtle. He's got little wispy hairs that come out of his ears that he kind of fashions around the back of his head in a knot. It's very disgusting. <laughs> what can I get ya? Give me your um. Give me all your root crops. One of each. Two of each. Oh, two of each root crop. You're a big ass. Okay. <laughs> just fucking... Just kind of turns a menu towards you. It's going to be like three silver. Maybe. Maybe. It will one silver is what it's going to cost for all these crops. It's very cheap. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, that is absolutely nothing. I love it. Um, and this sort of old turtle turns around to a giant boiling pot of different crops and everything. And he just kind of moves past it. To a shelf with all the ingredients in a big barrel nearby, and he just starts grabbing out one of each crop and throwing them in a duff, like a one of those little bags. You know, I forget what they're called. Knapsack, burlap, burlap sack. That's the one. Yeah, you got it. And he just kind of, eventually, after a moment or two, just turns back to you and just drops the burlap sack on the desk and pushes it towards you. All right, there you go. I had him one silver coin, nah. uh, and then I. I try and push my way out of the the, the horde. <laughs> oh, you bet. In your wake, immediately another turtle rushes up to the counter. <laughs> and the original turtle that you kind of cast a glance to, he's got like a, a white birthmark above one of his eyes. And he's just like, son of a bitch! <laughs> as, as somebody else cuts obviously in front of the guy, 
who just cut in front of him. So he's gonna be here a while. And after it's been like maybe like 15, 20 minutes of all of this happening, and you just now see the, the fucking cart like slow motion turning the corner getting right around in front of you finally and how, Ferris, how are you reacting as you're sort of obviously leading the cart and you see tanto off to the side uh, so there's just like that oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you just love them they're so cute the website I got all these tiles from for the listeners—they look like they look like little turtles. They look—I guess—they look like little squirtles in like battle gear. It's so adorable. So that—that's actually probably the best way to describe it—is like a a squirtle a battle squirtle in a like <laughs> a squirtle-themed armor set. I, I almost—I told Spencer I almost made a group that I photoshopped sunglasses onto, and they were gonna be like the turtle squad, and they were gonna be like the squirtle, squirtle. Just fucking being sassy. But yeah. Sean. What? As we're walking, can I scan for like a fabric shop? Oh, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Give me a perception for that. Or unless you think it would be an investigation. Uh, it'd be a perception. Okay, sure, yeah. I like to give you the option when when I think it's viable. Wait, can I do investigation? I have a higher. You haven't rolled yet. You haven't rolled yet, so you, you fucking make a choice. Twenty-five. <laughs> Wait, I have advantage. Oh, does it not immediately factor in for you? No. Oh, okay. Something All right. Tells me a twenty-five will work. A twenty-five <laughs> definitely works. It's actually one of the main shops, sort of on the strip leading up to the docks, and it is—it is, in fact, a, a shop. We're just gonna actually just call it this one right here to keep it simple. And yeah, you see it—they've got a bunch of different fabrics hanging around outside. Um, I fucking wish I had a quilting shop name. That—that that would be funny. My girlfriend goes to so many quilting shops. Um, but yeah, you can find a quilting shop. It's got bright patterns that you can actually see some of the locals are wearing. And then, uh, yeah, you are able to go there if you'd like to here. When I see that, I'm just going to turn to Ferris, give him the thumbs up, and start walking towards it. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to name it the Patchwork... Here we go. The Patchwork... If I could fucking spell. The Patchwork Studio is what it's called. And inside, there is a turtle who has got a full mane of hair. You can tell it's artificial. Immediately, no roll needed. It's fake. And it is a very voluptuous golden hair that sort of goes down the back of his head. And he turns towards you, working on a sort of a painting as you walk into the place. How you doing? I'm, uh, I'm doing good. What you, uh, what, what, what you in the mood for? And he sets down his sort of little, his, his paint paint whatever it's called you know i just i just need a a cloak that would fit more this aesthetic ah a cloak and what are you are you no are, how much money do you have what'd you right pick yeah i know you have I that have option gold. in 10 gold beautiful uh, i'm gonna do a perception on this guy to see if he's actually able to deduce that he definitely can tell you've got a bit of money as you walk into the place he can he can eye you up and down he puts down his painting materials because he he says this is a fish i can get so he's like oh uh, yes of course a cape for a man like a man like you of course please come in and just sort of ushers you into the small little shop and once and you I... get inside 
you got a lot of quilts and a lot of fabrics to choose from. What sort of are you looking for? Well, I was mainly just looking for like a. When you say they're all wearing like kind of tribal robes, I was looking for see if they have like a design like that. Yeah, yeah, they definitely do. They've got. Is there any sort of shape you're looking for in particular? Just with a flave. Waves. Waves. Oh like yeah. Like one that has like a wavy pattern. Ah, this one here. This would be perfect for you. And the turtle just pulls down like a batch. It's it's from a section that's on like a rotating mechanism. So he like cranks a lever and the entire wall sort of shifts back on itself and gives you a whole nother section of fabric. And that's kind of how he condenses everything in this small little shop. And he just turns back to you and one of them has got a, a nice wavy pattern. It's up to you if you want to pick it or not. Like this here. It's a great fabric. It feels fantastic. It should should withstand anything. I'm not really worried about the the feel. I just need. Um, do you have one in like a light blue color? Oh, you're in luck, my friend. We all love light blue here, because you know the ocean. And he just turns back <laughs> to his patterns, and but there's very much a very blue section, and he just pulls one of the wave patterns from that. And it kind of has some spots where the waves are very tight and very like up and down. And then there's other spots where the line is pretty much thin. And then it goes back to some modest waves and then very tight, fast waves again. Is so. this like an actual cloak or just a piece of fabric? Oh, no, my friend. You're going to need to find yourself a, a, a shop that can make that for you. I can sell you the fabric. How much for the fabric? Well, that's a great question. Let me check my sourcing. And he goes over to a small binder and kind of looks up the fabric, because that's what I know they fucking do. And <laughs> he's going to eventually find your fabric and turn back to you and say, Ah, yes. Well, if you're if you're needing enough to make a cape, you're going to need... Well, a, a, a cape, yes, I suppose. A cloak. If you're going to need enough for that, I suppose I could swing it for... Mm, what do you say? 50 silver? Uh, it's, it's a little high. You you must understand. This this fabric comes from the far east. It took it took months to get here. You could speak to the sailor yourself. He's still here. He just delivered and, this one last week, but you know he, you know he's back. So insight check. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking for in particular? To see if he's lying about that. Okay. Actually, just I came like from it. down the road. Eight. <laughs> Eight. You, oh, fucking Spencer. I love it. I love when you guys give me that sort of stuff. You flip over the fabric, and you can see there's like a like a made in China sort of thing. It says made in Turrethel. And as you flip over the fabric and read that this is made here in town. This was not a fabric from a faraway land. The turtle sort of like sweats a little bit, and instead of sweating, he makes a very obvious loud. Oh. <laughs> I I am so, sorry. I thought that was an, another fabric. Surely I. Oh uh, yes, right here in my book. I read the wrong line. No, no, that will be two silver for what you're needing. Yes, two silver will be good. One silver for the mess up. Oh Jesus God Almighty! You you know you're lucky. You're friends with the king's son. If you were anyone else, I'd tell you to eat it and get two. But one will do. Holds out his little hand. Alright, I'll give him the one silver. Great doing business with you. 
And your friend's still waiting for you, apparently. And you just glance outside. Ferris, <laughs> Al- without you, has moved, moved like, I moved like one foot. One foot. You you can't even tell he's moved when you get back outside. I'm gonna take the fabric. <laughs> Fucking hell. And try and run behind the house. <laughs> okay. okay. You, you sure? Yeah. I'm gonna take off my old cloak. Okay. And really fast, just put the fabric around me. Yeah, yeah, you do so. And you, you make yourself a makeshift cloak of literally like a bed sheet wrapped around you. Yes. <laughs> the toga. Yeah, yeah. a toga. Yeah. Toga, toga. <laughs> exactly. Just, just leaving my head exposed, everything else covered. Sure, yeah. You and are now, now cloaked. Then I'll no, walk. he sits on a bench. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll come back out and start helping. Beautiful. And Tanto, you immediately see that Ghost has changed his appearance with your high perception. Yeah, uh, I- I'm just bodying like NFL linebacker <laughs> through the. <laughs> you've portals. learned. You've learned. Oh, I love it. Now you very quickly become accustomed to the crowd and just shove your way through them, and everyone kind of gives you a look for a moment. But that's how it goes here. So you're just making your way through. Where are you going in particular? Anything in in your mind? Wherever the cart is moving. So fucking nowhere. Got it. <laughs> uh, let's jump to Savinus. Savinus, I know you got your guy turned here towards this fruit cart. Are you thinking about it? Yeah, what kind of goods can one find at a fruit cart and dirt, though? Of course, I gotta do myself a check here and see how this guy's shipment was. You are in luck. He is well stocked up. Not oh, only do wonderful. they have some beautiful Papa Schaefer's apples, because that's what they're going to be called. They're the green ones. They've got some orange apples. They have got some. Uh, what the fuck other fruits are there? Jesus Christ! You can tell I don't eat them. Uh, there are there are pears, <laughs> watermelons, berries, melons. Oh my God, Spencer, calm down. Okay, there's there are many many berries. Spencer, the fruit guy. There's, <laughs> there are all of those fruits mixed into this card here, and for this one, I'm not going to go with a uh, a turtle. I'm gonna make this one. diversity higher. Diversity higher. <laughs> Not in this month you don't make that joke. <laughs> I uh, can. I know, I know. Alright, we're gonna put use this named NPC. So one of the one of the boat merchants is actually manning this shop here. And he's got his sort of you can tell it's a foreign cart that all these fruits are set up in. I'm just gonna Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna go with it. For the listeners, that cart just went buzzer. <laughs> this was a bad idea. Alright. And Mick Snickers is going to be the guy you're talking to. He is a very small gnomish man. And he's the one just sitting at the cart idly watching the crowd go by. Gonna walk on up to him. And uh, agree him with a good day. uh, Hi there. Uh, How are you? Well, I'm just doing wonderfully. How are you today? I tell you, my coin purse is a bit empty. Are you thinking of buying something? Well, I think that's a problem I could rectify. How much for those apples? Ah, one of these apples. These are exotic. Have you have you ever seen one like this? And he holds huh. a blue apple up to you. Well, I'll be no. Most apples I see are red. Ah, but of course. But with a quick shake. And he sort of shakes the apple in his hand. It changes to a reddish hue. Oh, you've shape-shifting apples. 
I I don't I'm not going to call it that, but it's definitely an apple that changes color. Interesting. How much could one procure this for? Oh, these are you know these are honestly some of my best sellers, but you know I've got so many I can sell them for cheap. So I'm I'm looking at maybe three silver or not silver, sorry, three copper. Oh, well that's a steal. I'll have ten of them. Ah, beautiful. Please, help yourself. And you can just grab, like, ten of those apples. Snagging ten of them? Yeah. Uh, putting them wherever they fit on my <laughs> yeah. person. I, yeah. I don't know what kind of bags I have. have. I think we said you have those sort of bags <laughs> yeah, that go bags. over. Yeah, saddle oh, yeah. bags. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you just like sort of like pack meal as well. <laughs> yep. So, and you notice as you drop them into your bag, they sort of turn red for a moment and then go back to their blue hue after settling. Oh. All right. You seem like and quite an adventurer yourself. I make my way across the world. You have you ever been to the Far East? You could say on vacation. On vacation? Yeah, no one goes to the Far East for vacation, only for true adventure. And it's gonna squeeze his tiny like toddler fist at you. <laughs> well, it was a manner of speech. Have you been to the Far East? I don't think I've heard of that manor. I, I have been there a few times, yes. I have seen the flying chimeras. I have seen man and animal mixed as one. I, I've seen it all. Well, speaking of man and animal mixed as one. Oh, yes, yes. I, I, I've, seen, I've seen your kind before. No worries. I, too, am quite exotic. And <laughs> drops down from his perch. And at this point, you notice that he's like, I don't know how tall a halfling would be. But he is like... Three foot, I was gonna say he's like three foot five, so he is way down on the ground. Below you. <laughs> uh, your your hooves are very nice. I I like them. And just points at them. Oh, uh, thank you. I try to keep them maintained. Uh, but of course, with a beautiful horse like you, <laughs> just raises his eyebrow. Tell thank me. you. You're very welcome. I'm gonna give this one a shot. Tell me, have you ever? charisma check for this guy real quick <laughs> here we go oh I, I now the gloves are off because tanto flirted with an npc last week so now I know, <laughs> now i know that shit's on the table so mick is gonna try and say have you ever been ridden like a rough stallion <laughs> <laughs> three foot three foot five Oh, I gotta check this charisma. <laughs> I gotta check this charisma. Literally, spell. is it oh, even God. going to come up to your hip? <laughs> well, I have certainly not by somebody of your stature before. I, I think I could be a first. You know, they don't call me Snickers for nothing. <laughs> Just raises his eyebrows. <laughs> And some of the turtles are like walking by judging. He has no shame. He is just like full God, he is just full on embracing this. He's like leaning against your leg. You can feel his full body weight is like maybe 40 pounds. It's like nothing to you. It's very easy to this guy weighing on your It's like something like a toddler leaning against your leg. You're like, "Okay. <laughs> okay." <laughs> Well, um, I'm a little busy at the moment, but perhaps I can come back later. Oh, if you need me, I'll be on my ship. He says, just keep an eye out for the blue ship in the harbor. This gives you a wink. Of course. 
I'll make sure. I'll make sure to look out for that. Oh, good. I'll keep an eye out for you tonight. <laughs> Just two finger guns at you. <laughs> I'll return his finger guns. He's oh, a hell yeah! Lad. Hell yeah! <laughs> and he loves it. He loves it. And he, the moment you start walking away, he's like, "Damn, I love to watch him go." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> and then he immediately, you get out of space, and he immediately says, get your apples, get your apples, and just sits back down on his cart. Not a moment I'm, wasted. I'm heading back to the cart. My man has got priorities. He's looking for booty, and he's looking for coin. He's like, right, I can relate. Booty secured, time to get the coin. Cut back to the party just to save some sanity at this point. Savinus, you notice the card has actually made some progress eventually. It seems as though Ghost has gotten to a point where he's just like, move, 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 and just getting everyone finally through the crowd. And Tanto, are you, you're back with everyone, correct? Yes, you are. Uh, oh. Yes, yes, I am. Okay, beautiful. And yeah, you guys all finally get back to where you were oh, a bit ago before you came back to the market. And you are at Aloe's Estate, which again is a similar sort of home to what you've been around. But there is a bit more here because again, he is a noble. So there's some other carts on the property. He's got a well that's just his property use. And then it's obviously his estate. And as soon as your cart comes into view, uh, that one warforged is just going to move all the way up to you guys. And just say, this needs to go on your wagon right now. And just takes its staff and is just going to stick it through the wheel to stop your cart in its tracks. <laughs> Holy shit. Almost a 20. He got a 4. Oh, this poor guy. He's going to stick the staff that he uses to balance himself into your wheel. Ferris, you have no idea this is happening. And you just shatter the staff. It's made of, like, driftwood. It breaks like it's just paper. And then the Warforge just collapses over into the ground, holding the banner. And yeah, you guys have arrived ah, <laughs> back in Allo's estate. Yep, poor Warforge. These are very old Warforged, yeah. What would you like to be eating an do? apple. Yeah, you can absolutely. Are you eating one of your Same. new ones? Oh yeah, one of the new ones. They're fascinating. Oh yeah, they are very fascinating. They're delicious too. They've got a, a good mixture between like bitter and uh not bitter the tart i don't know if that's the right word bitter and tart sweet. are the same word yeah there you go sweet <laughs> jesus christ thank you guys <laughs> you guys are like my fucking safety net today thank you <laughs> i tell you all right what would you guys like to do you're at the estate um i can give you more if you need it As, since i had a good 30 minutes of driving uh as we were going through what was the, the general feel of at least this immediate area? Is it mostly high-end shops? Is it like uh, a mix? Do we see things like magic shops anywhere? Yeah. It's kind of like through what we've seen so far, what's like the general feel of this area at least? Sure. You've got a 15 passive perception and you were in the cart the entire time with a vantage point. You definitely found one magic shop is all you had. Um, so you only found one, but from the shops around you, it doesn't look like it's, it doesn't look like it's just high-end, but it's also not like, you can't just buy, like, dirt here. You have to, there, there are actual, like, needs for the goods at this place. So it is a mixture of, like, middle to upper class. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As they, as, as they were, uh, getting close, and, like, it, like, they stopped 
after this Warforged. <laughs> I don't even know how to properly describe what just happened. A failure. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. I'll uh, say it. I'll say it. So he will look over to Tanto and say, uh, if anybody's going to buy that cube of yours, I'm sure we could find it here. Or at least nearby. Probably be a better question to ask Gallo, but something we could keep an eye out for. I, I don't think the regular person would be able to afford, but I'm sure some of the affluent noble courts might be interested. I'm sure you'd know somebody interested in weird trinkets like that. What's about the king? Mm, I mean... He must be wealthy. I, I don't know if they if they'd spare the coin for a platinum cube when they're at war. I suppose that makes sense. <laughs> you just remember, <laughs> oh yeah, because your guy was not with the group in the very beginning, so your guy lacks that coin. You're like, oh, that's right, I remember now. <laughs> just remember, yeah, they're at war. They're definitely at war. Say, um, would you two like an apple? Uh, I'm... I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, and then just bite, like, a chunk off a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it is a dirty carrot. I don't think I gave that detail, mm -hmm. but all the fruit he gave you was the dirtiest ones he could find. And oh, it's, delicious. It's, yeah, it's delicious to you. It's amazing. Yeah. Karis doesn't even eat? fucking eat, so you I'm both get good. rejected. Yeah, <laughs> shot down. Can you just eat dirt? <laughs> or does it have eat. to be like on a vegetable? It's it's just a everyone can eat. Everyone can eat dirt. It's dirt. But do you get anything I've... from it, like nutrient wise? I mean, it's more of a texture feel for me, like. It adds texture to the food. Oh, alright. Like salt. You should try it sometime. And I offer him like a dirty radish. You'd probably like grits. You know, perhaps I will. And I'll take his dirty radish and take a bite. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> Raw radish? Let alone with... Give me a all. give me a Constitution saving throw. Let's see how this bad boy goes. All right. <laughs> I imagine you'll be all right. Okay. This I won't be to too difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's Let's see what you get here. Oh God, it's so slow. It's a plus two, <laughs> an eight. <laughs> not a great roll, Tanto. You can tell that this did not taste good for Savannah. Savannah, you instinctively like wince whenever you bite into this fruit. It, it is not. It's not the best. I mean, it's not horrible. It doesn't make you throw up or anything, but it does not taste good. It's not good. Out. I guess I, seeing this, uh, Tanto just kind of like helps him to like guiding the mouth, forcing him to chew. <laughs> you got your hand on his chin. Oh, I love yeah. it. And then like <clears throat> nodding along as I match the motion of the two, like, mmm, good, mmm. <laughs> As this is happening, uh, a very large Warforge is going to approach you, and just, like, look, it's like a freeze of the group just shifting their eyes to the robot, 
And Sa Tanta's just holding Savinus's chin, and Ferris is just staring at them. And this Warforged is like, I will take your cart if you would like. Thank you. Oh, yes, go for it. Very much appreciated. You're welcome. Are they eating dirt? <laughs> kind of. That's weird. <laughs> She's gonna, like, be like. Bit. What do you guys have horses that are pulling? I think we've said they're horses. Pretty sure right? we've said that okay. they're horses. Yeah, okay, yeah. Just horses. Ignore horses. the cows, I guess, is what they have on here. They might be oxes or something. I don't know. They look like cows. Yeah, oxes. Um, they look like cows. Right. Um, he's going to say, Oxen. come with me, my friends. And just kind of drags the, not drags, but kind of leads the them off off to the side of the property where you guys can just know the, the cart is safely taken care of here. And he just kind of pets the animals as you guys walk into the actual house itself. On your way in, you pass one more Warforged, um, but he's not going to interact with you unless you interact with him. So does he look like he's just standing on guard, or is he just No, this wandering? one is sitting on a fallen, like, log, and he's just got a stick, and he's just drawing in the dirt. Not even looking at you guys. All right, I'm, yeah. I'll just give a nod and say, good day. Oh, oh, hi there. It just gives you a wave as he doesn't look up from his drawing. Yeah. And you guys just want to walk in? Yep. yep. I love it. Savinus, <laughs> you fucking throw that door open. <laughs> you guys walk into <clears throat> Aloe's estate. This is going to be one for the... Uh, Ghost, are you outside still, or did you follow in? I was gonna help the Warforged up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Retroactively, you are helping this Warforged. It's just kind of looking at its broken staff as the party are just arguing about if dirt is good on food or not. Is does like Should he just fall over because... He's balanced, was he like missing a leg? Yeah, you are looking at that. Your passive perception is 12. Well, with a 12, you can see that this guy, something is wrong with its leg. It's still there, but something is wrong with the leg. And it can't put all of its weight on it. I'm gonna. How, how big is he? Uh, he's smaller than you. He's gonna be more human-sized than your Warforged, so he's probably like a 5 foot 10, 5 foot 11-ish. Is he more of like a wooden for- is he more made of wood more than metal? Oh yeah, there's very little metal on this Warforged. Alright, I'm just gonna grab him by the shoulder and pick him up. <laughs> you do so. And I just kind of carry him over. <laughs> yep. And as I we get over, and I'm just gonna place him next to the well, and just be like, "So, um, your leg, what's going on?" I, I do not know. It it started recently, and it just kind of ushers to the leg as it tries to fix its staff together. Can I look at it? Yeah, you can. What are you thinking? Like a medicine check? That, as, a, as a robot. <laughs> it could... Eh. Or medicine just, or like Arcana, yeah. maybe? I think Arcana would be good, too. Yeah. Arcana it is. Whoa, <laughs> my 1940s bar boardwalk music just cut out for the first time since we started, and that shook. 24. 24. You very quickly realize that this druid has stepped on some sort of long, like, fence post nail 
that has gone all the way up its leg, but it doesn't feel the pain, and it's made of wood, so the nail just was driven up into its leg. You can see that the bottom of the nail sticking out its foot. Can I grab it and start yanking? <laughs> no, no warning to that one, but you can definitely give me a strength check, yeah. As you're ripping the nail That's, out of this That is foot. not going to be an easy process. <laughs> 17. 17. You are able to wiggle as everyone else disappears into the building. You are able to wiggle most of the nail out of this druid warforged foot. And however, I'm going to do a check with him as well. We'll see if he feels this. He does not feel it, fortunately for you. So he's just kind of idly watching you pull the nail out from its foot. And the other Warforged has now kind of come around the other side of the animals. And is just petting them watching you do this. So it's just very entertaining to the Warforged. And then a moment mm. or two later, you are able to get that last bit of the nail out. And the Druid's mm. just like idly watching you do that. I'm just going to hand him the be like, Watch where you step next time. And as I walk inside. I... I don't believe it. And it just starts to, like, stand up. And you you cast one glance back as you do. And you see the druid just start to walk normal speed without its stick. And then it's just kind of, like, happily throws the little broken half of its stick down the well. And just, like, walks back <laughs> to some other, some other duties that it has to do on the property. Yeah. You just disappear inside as well. And at this point, everyone is inside Aloe's estate. The Obviously, the ash outside can't really tell it's happening. You're, you're in a building. And this building, again, has a lot of circular doors. It has a lot of circular windows. So the windows open out sort of like SpongeBob Bikini Bottom circular window sort of style. And um, Aloe, what are you doing? Obviously, you have your Tron reading your books. And as everyone comes inside, it just turns and it just... Hi, everyone. And then just goes right back to what it's doing. Uh, Allo, uh oh, was probably. I think we were having him still like play the saxophone. Like yeah. He's probably like still playing that, like writing down what each note does. <laughs> oh, I love it. Everyone walks inside, and Allo is just like playing the chromatic scale. And as every note he goes through, he plays them like forcefully, then he plays them gentle, and then he's just writing everything down on a paper as you guys come inside. I didn't realize you were such a talented musician, Allo. Uh, I am not. Uh, <laughs> oh! Picked this up and I haven't played it. Except that one time. I well, probably shouldn't be doing this quick. indoors, come to think of it. <laughs> it's funny as fuck. Why, well, is it too loud, or...? Uh, last time it shot a bird. And the time before that, it did with wind gust. Yeah, it did. You knocked someone and over. You can, they could kind of see like a corner. There's like a stack of fallen books. <laughs> yes. Hello. Huh. Hmm? Are you sure you're not a bard? Uh, yes. <laughs> I am sure. I'm merely intrigued by this. I've never seen one before. It, okay. You're just creating magic with an instrument. That's That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and not to um, comment on your hometown as soon as I walk into it, but is this ash common? Uh, no. It's not. Well, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, but it's not warm, I should say, because it means it's not recent. Probably overblown from 
some neighbor. Still a interesting thing to see. Not everyday ash rains from the sky. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess we've seen more than most. Yeah, we we, we did see kind of a a, a pterodactyl, not a pterodactyl, a veloc no, What the frick am I trying to say? <laughs> a, a vulture come yeah. out of a volcano <laughs> with a little gremlin saying stupid. <laughs> so ash isn't the worst thing we've seen. Actually, is that be true? What's the worst thing you've seen, Savinus? Because you weren't there with the Barak. Oh, that's, that's a Christ, bit of a personal this, question. This, this, this kid's backstory is fucking so dark. Every time I read one of Trevor's characters, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> By the time I get to the end, I'm like, this poor fucking character. Oh, you know, the worst thing I've seen is um, that artichoke or whatever that I just ate. <laughs> so fucking dodging the question. <laughs> Love it. Fair, fair. No, no offense. Uh, who? To 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 Don Oh, as he's like probably taking another chomp. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not my taste. Ah, uh, I see. Uh, and then I offer him a horseradish this time, not a regular one. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know, a horseradish uh... would be better. Horseradish <laughs> for me. I'll, I'll yeah, take it and instead just of it being disgusting, it I'll just burn. <laughs> yes. Uh, I do I'll have a kitchen later. over there if you want to cook that, just so you know. I don't know how. You have a kitchen? Tron is going to say from the shelf and just its head turns around. Oh, boy. Yes, I do. I have never cooked. Would you like to? <laughs> I would love to. And it just turns its body around, drops the book that it was holding onto the floor, and just moves over to your kitchen. I'm going to hand him a cookbook. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just two little robot hands go up into the air. I I love this. And it just starts thumbing through, not the slow speed, your normal books. This time, it's like master speed zipping through the pages. <laughs> and it was a pretty thin cookbook. Like, they're usually not that big. And it just hands it back to you, and it just says, What would you like me to make? Something uh, with horseradish. Oh, there is a brand new recipe I just learned about with horseradish. <laughs> give me, give me all those ingredients, and it just rushes towards T Tanto. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what? A horseradish? Okay. Give me the horseradish, please. <laughs> I give him, I give him the two horseradish that I got because I only bought like two of each. Yep, you did. You did. <laughs> It just rushes. Give him it, two horseradish. Not a beat later, it rushes back to the kitchen, and it just gets out a cutting board. It just gets out a knife. Just starts cutting up the horseradish. Just gets to work. It's a bit uh, um, crazy in how fast this thing goes to town in the kitchen. I guess, like as as the robot is cooking, all like Jetson style. Um, <laughs> could I peruse by the bookshelf? Um, trying to find any any books that might be related to Elysium that might be there. You bet, and that would be a good thing with Spencer. Would your guys have? You know, you have has? the you have the owner right next to you. You can ask. <laughs> um, yeah, probably. like maybe 
I wouldn't expect the owner to like know every which book is where, so I'm just like, oh, I'll Go, see what I can find. Going straight to the source. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I probably would have something on magical liquids. Oh, Spencer, trying to. I've go got over it. The I've got orders. it for you. Yep. You've got you go. a guide to magic substances, first edition by Professor Theosis, on your shelf. Yeah. Mm. yeah so. But Speaking yeah. That, um, what language is it in? That's a good question. That would be probably just in common, honestly. Just if he's trying to get the widest audience for his book. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you can find that on the shelf if you want to pull it off and just sort of start reading. You're looking for a lithium, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I love it. Your passive investigation is a 20. So you sit down mm -hmm. and you start thumbing through the book. You go right to the glossary. You look for the word lithium. You know that it's on page 124. So you go to page 124 and you start reading on a lithium. And this seems to be a very, again, it's a first edition book, so it's a bit older. You don't know by how much at this point. But you find that this book has a rudimentary mention of a lithium, that it's a substance that has been supposedly found in the Concordia plane. Nobody knows where it comes from or how it's made, but they're looking into uses for it, is what the book says at that time. So it's a very vague, it's a very vague, short little mention, but it does mention a lithium. Yeah, I'll just start perusing um, all the books, trying to like, okay, this may mention a lithium, and then I'll just like pick oh, that yeah. book and then like. Yeah, so there's know. like a sort of not quite, but similar, like a history of the Concordia plane. You're like, oh, that might have mm -hmm. something. So you like take that off and you set it off to the side. Aloe, how do you react as Tanto very quickly ends up with, like, a pile of books next to him on the table? Uh, there's a study upstairs, <laughs> if you want to sit and read those. Uh, I, I just sit on, like, the dinner table, and then <laughs> just start munching on another pair. No, I'm good. <laughs> you know. All right. That reminds me, and he's going to go over to, like, he's going to put the saxophone down. Okay. <laughs> and he's just going to go over to his, uh, kind of like his workstation that would be next to the bookshelf. Sure. And pull out the uh, lithium vials oh, that he has. Oh, right, yes. And uh, just start, like, experimenting by adding, like, different things to it. Put a little <laughs> droplet in, to, like, a little beaker type thing. Bro, if this was real life, that house would be, like, eight miles outside the city. They'd be like, this guy is fucking crazy. We don't know what he's mixing up <laughs> out there. Like, when I was a kid, we had a chemical set where you could just mix different chemicals together. I mean, how the fuck was that a kid's item? Like, these kids are like, <laughs> like, oh, I mixed these together and I made Agent Orange. Like, isn't that amazing? But yeah, yeah Spencer, you, you sit down and you begin sort of investigating the more of how, what, items interact with this what sort of other substances can be mixed into the lithium the spelling of a lithium on your character sheet is absolutely terrible it's i know it is yes okay <laughs> good um but give me a give me an investigation check as you're sort of mixing all these together uh, similar to um, as tanto is both just studying a lithium next to each other i guess like uh you know, I, I could I give him advantage by like helping him with what I know lithium to be. 
Oh, you bet. Yeah. You... Go ahead. He was like, hey, try this. Try this chemical. Try this process. Hmm. I, I do very much like that. Sort of like a, a spinning chair you whip around as you realize he's working on a lithium. Like the moment he takes the cap off the first vial, it's like your dog ears perk up. You're just like, <laughs> oh shit. And you just turn around in the chair and immediately, Aloe, he's just over your shoulder being like, try try mixing that in there. Try try this. Just giving you advice. Yes, Spencer, okay. you can have advantage on your check. All right, so an eight for the first one. <laughs> that wasn't good. And then a nine for the second one. Wow. <laughs> oh, I love you so. Your son is so good. Oh, a nine. All right. If only you had psionic die. All right. Uh, you are, you start messing around with the lithium. You're not going to discover anything crazy this first little go at it. Um, however, you do realize that before Tanto gave you some advice, you're pretty much just like blindly messing with it with no real idea. But now that Tanto's kind of with you, you, you start thinking of ways that this could start interacting with stuff so just mm. a little bit better when you're working together okay yeah and then Safnis and ferris you guys are kind of the ones that are still semi near the door i imagine as everything very quickly transpired where tanto is just like all right well i got shit to do just moves over to the books starts <sighs> pulling books tron is going insane in the kitchen cooking up stuff <laughs> he's already <laughs> boiling water he's like Got the lights turned on overhead, that sort of stuff. Right over here. Pang, pang, pang. Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> dropping pans. He's not worried about the... He'll deal with the cleanup afterwards. Right now, he's cooking. <laughs> well, now that the nerds are gone... <laughs> sure. This is definitely not what I was expecting from a capital city, but... You know, new is new. Oh, that'd be true. I suppose they do seem to be preparing for something. I, uh, I think we'll probably end up finding more about that once, uh, once those two are done <laughs> and we go, uh, meet up with either someone in a place of power. Yes. It would be good to know more about the land that I've just entered. And speaking of, where is our... Um, not a computer. What, what, what is he called? Yeah, you're, that's a good thing. Your character may not have met a Warforged. They're not crazy common in this world. They're, they're kind of been in the background, like, powered off in a lot of places. But recently, a lot of them have started to kind of come back online. So, So now you're starting to see them every now and again. He's he's kind of like the Informatron. Uh, the closest thing I've encountered would be a golem, but I feel like that's not appropriate. Suppose it would be best to just ask him. You know, I'm really not used to looking up at people when I'm with them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a little strange. He's rubbing the back of your neck in a little bit of pain. <laughs> do Do you think he'd like an apple? That is a good question. I I don't know. I I'm very out, out of my element here, to be honest. You Tron, and me both, my friend. Tehran's going to approach you with like a small vial of black liquid in it, and he's going to say, <laughs> if, "If you're going to be offering him an apple, you should soak it in this," and just offers the dish towards you. Oh, um, 
Alright, I suppose I could give it a try. <laughs> uh, I'll take his vial of mysterious black liquid. <laughs> he just runs back <laughs> to the kitchen immediately. So is it therapy or is it like thin? Your passive perception, I wasn't going to give it to Savinus. Your passive perception, Ferris, this is straight oil he just gave you. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Savinus is just kind of, like, poking at the liquid, being like, what is this? <laughs> just swirling it around yeah. in front of my face. Yeah. I wouldn't breathe in too much of that. Uh, I think it'd be uh, better to hand it rather than put it on beforehand. I wasn't really planning on breathing too much of it. It looks like... I, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I we should just give it to go... It, Ghost is his name, correct? It seems to be what he calls himself. Alright, um... We sh do you think we should go find him? He's been missing for a bit. <laughs> just walked out of the room while everyone else was doing stuff. Uh, we probably should. <laughs> I, yeah. I certainly don't know what they're doing. I hope that, the go that Ghost is a little more, um, my speed, intellectually. <laughs> <laughs> And then you guys... at, the very least, at the very least, we won't be in excitement inside when something explodes. <laughs> True that! Oh, God. Cut to outside. What is Ghost doing as he kind of left the house? Well, as soon as he saw Aloe start messing with stuff, he knows what's happened a few times has happened, so he immediately <laughs> left the house. <laughs> sure. And just... It's been sitting by the well waiting for a fire to pop up. Yeah, you bet. And it sort of as you're sitting out there, you notice that there's a couple turtles that kind of come and go from this area. It seems as in Aloe's absence, this this estate has sort of become a, a pretty mild hangout spot where everyone knows there's no one really here. We're just going to hang out for a bit. And so some of the turtles just don't even pay attention to you because, again, you know, there's Warforged in the area typically, and you just kind of blend in. Um, Our... It doesn't give you much attention with the pattern that you're wearing and everything and they just kind of post up next to you again completely ignoring you and they're just talking back and forth uh can i get a perception check from you to see if you hear something yes but i have a quick question you may ask of course are most of the uh warforged sentient or are they still programmed yes these ones are kind of a mixture these guys are just to be honest they're, they're straight infrastructure so these guys help with like if they need to build a bridge these three warforged go off and help them like if they need to build something else like a road or some sort of uh, a sewer or a pathway that sort of thing so oh, okay no. but with how far i guess the question would be how far outside of this city has your guy gone has he gone all over the from what he remembers anyway does he remember any very much outside the city or no uh, well, not a ton. I know he's been trying to be drafted, or not drafted, stolen mm. to fight in their wars, but yeah. gets out of it, So because he doesn't really want to leave this area. Yeah. So he's been a little bit out, but not, like, a ton. Super far, like, western side of the continent. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Baklava region, yeah. <laughs> All right. Remember in the Baklava. beginning when I couldn't even say Baklava? 
the back lava announced savonis <laughs> and aloe alo and savonis i got it on like the second time i remember yeah, i, was I remember distinctly because tanto nailed it immediately he says no when savonis is i'm like son of a bitch this guy <laughs> just got it immediately i'm like damn so now i, I bust it to get those names right so ghost disease saves the tune to himself every night before he goes to bed i say i say aloe ferris ghost savinus tanto aloe ferris it's like counting my my girlfriend says sean are you okay you're you're saying the names again i say i'm fine woman leave me alone and i go to bed screaming it's good and in this moment it's healthy so yes there it's just to round that one back around there are a mixture of sentient slash programmed um as time goes on, they're becoming more sentient, but these guys are just sort of not doing a lot in their downtime around you. Again, this one's just petting animals, and this one's drawing in the dirt, so. Right, I got a 21 for the perception. A 21? Let me just do a thing for these guys, see how quiet they are. Fucking hell. These guys are not worried about you in the slightest. They're talking back and forth. These two are arguing about the ash in the sky and whether or not it connects to the prophecy. The prophecy is called the Doom of Turethel. So it pretty pretty well draws your attention once you hear that. And they're just kind of arguing back and forth. One of them says, yeah, Well, you know, it, it says that whenever the undead arrive, the ash is going to start to fall. So, you know, they could be here right now and we wouldn't even know. And the other one just says, Yeah, but if, if, the, if the prophecy's real, then what are we going to do? You, we don't even know how to fight, you know? We just came down here to spend some money at the shop. And they're just kind of going back and forth. But the main information you pick up is that there's a local prophecy that some of these tortles talk about called the Doom of Turethel. That undead will bring the end of Turethel. So, yeah. Um, oh. If you want to interject, you're welcome to. Otherwise, I'll have these and other two come out. I send one my arcane hand down the well. Oh. Just start scratching the wall. Interesting. <laughs> that sounds mad. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to scare He's trying them. Trying to simulate an undead. Oh my like god! Crawling out of the well. Uh, how does it? How does it work? Can you just disconnect it, or what does it do? Yeah, I forget. Uh, let's see. Let me see the the prosthetic one, right? Yeah, it can. It has a thrown property, technically. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so tech, you could just kind of, like, lean back without them noticing you and just kind of extend your arm down that ways. Um, let me get a dex check from you, I suppose. I don't think it's specified. You're about to lose a hand. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, you can go down a well. Yeah, it's going to be all right. Nine. That was a dex save, but I'll go with it. All right. What would you need? Just a check. Uh, you fool. All right, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're fine. <laughs> All right, a nine. Yeah, you're able to kind of send it down the well enough, and it's loud enough of a scratching sound that the turtles both kind of turn their attention off towards the well. Um, it doesn't sound like undead, though. It just sounds like metal scraping in a well, which is kind of what it is. And they're like, is that... Do you, do you hear that? It sounds like there's something metal stuck in the well. He's like, maybe maybe there was another warforce that fell in. <laughs> just move over towards the well, and they're just going to begin to kind of investigate it here. Let's see how they do. Twelve. They're they're just they, like one of them is gonna look down. Is there any reaction to your hand or is no? No, it's just there. He just looks in the well and he just sees your just 
maybe not even fully disconnected. We'll say there's like a thin like magic strand that connects it back to you. And he just like looks up at you and he's like, uh, what? Why are, why are you doing that? Oh, sorry. Um, it just that was, happens every now and again. You're, you're going to freak out my friend. <laughs> it's kind of rude, but you know, whatever. It wasn't on purpose, I swear. I yeah, swear. okay, well, you know, you warforged. You guys just come all over the place walking around building bridges. Okay, guy. Just gonna, <laughs> like, bridges. Get, get their stuff <laughs> together. Like. They're just gonna start walking around. You know, we've got enough bridges. You know, my my dad used to build hills, but you got rid of bri hills. Now they just do bridges. <laughs> the streams are fine without a bridge over them. Just sassily starts walking off. If you liked that episode, you'll love the next one. Subscribe now and listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and get the entire Chronicles of the Omen catalog.